Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Your power is turning our darkness to dawn. So roll on. Hello and welcome to Capital Ideas. This is where we sit down with members of the Democratic majority in the Washington State House of Representatives to give listeners an inside look at important aspects of how their citizen legislature works and who and what it's working for. Our guest today is State Representative Lori Jenkins. Lori represents Washington's 27th Legislative District, a vaguely mushroom-shaped piece of northern Pierce County that includes most of Tacoma and all of Ruston and stretches from Fife in the east to Highway 16 in the west. Representative Jenkins is midway through her first two-year term in the House. Before running for office in 2010, Lori was, and still is, Deputy Director of the Tacoma Pierce County Health Department, managing its daily operations. She served as Washington State's Assistant Secretary of Health, and as a young law school graduate, she worked as Assistant State Attorney General in Tacoma. She's also a board member, director, or member of far too many civic organizations to mention. In Olympia, Lori is Vice Chair of the House Health Care and Wellness Committee, and sits on the Transportation, Capital Budget, and Environment Committees as well. Welcome to Capital Ideas, Lori Jenkins. Thanks, Dan. You're kind of busy, aren't you? I am, especially actually in the interim now. I'm back at my job full-time and trying to carry out part-time legislative duties. So it's, uh, it's as full of a calendar as I've ever had. We have a citizen legislature in Washington. People tend to think either that you're working at the Capitol 12 months a year or that you only work there 105 days and 60 days, and the rest of the time, you don't even think about it. What do you do? You've got your district office here. What goes on? What kind of work does a legislator do during her interim? This is my first interim, so it's uh, everything's a little bit new to, to me. I sit on four committees, and so those committees have identified some particular priorities. For example, in health care, on my health care committee, reform is a big issue, and I was just appointed to the Joint Select Committee on Health Reform. So I'll be working on some health reform issues over the interim. Don Morell had been the expert, at least on the Democratic side, of the committee on long-term care, and so the chair of the committee has asked me to really focus on learning more about long-term care, so I'm, I'm doing a lot of learning. Likewise, on transportation. It looks like, you know, in the next year or two, we're going to need to do a fairly um, significant funding package for transportation and Highway 167, which is a highway that's very important to the whole state of Washington for freight mobility and for economic development is all in Pierce County. So I've been working a lot on that issue. On my environment committee, I'm going to, I think, end up working a lot on clean air issues, which is great because it actually combines my professional life and my legislative life um, at the health department were very interested in clean air but it turns out that pierce county is the only county in the state that hasn't met attainment standards for particulate matter in clean air and we're, we're we're out of compliance we've got to figure out how to intervene and how to make sure we pay more attention to our air quality in this state so those are some of the issues that i'm working on at the same time i'm so i'm working a full-time job 40 hours a week at the health department and have a pretty flexible schedule there and do legislative things a couple days a week too so i'm really happy that i have a full-time legislative assistant to help me kind of organize my world and she takes care of the casework, I think, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that a lot of people don't think of. But if I'm your constituent and I have some problem that even vaguely involves the state government or local government or my next door neighbor, I might think about getting a hold of you to try to fix that. And that's something that your office does 12 months a year. 
My legislative assistant is Jessica Gavry, and it's wonderful to have her because she's got a master's degree in social work. She really does understand casework and how to listen to people when they call and identify what their issues are and then really reach out to different parts of the community and see what we can do to help. I want to talk a little bit about being a freshman. It's a capital tradition, or at least it's talked about as a tradition, that new lawmakers should sit in the back of the chamber. Uh, they should do a lot of listening, not very much speaking in committee or on the House floor or even in their own caucus room. That's not really a philosophy that you subscribe to, is it? <laughs> Um, yeah, well, it is and it isn't. I, I would just say one of the things, honestly, about myself is that I frequently sit down in a meeting and write three letters at the top of my page, S-I-G, which stands for silence is golden. And then that lasts for 45 seconds to three minutes. And, you know, part of that's because I'm a very curious person uh, and I've worked a lot in a lot of different areas. So I feel like I, I really take experiences that I've had in one area and I feel like they can be very applicable to a whole different area. But I think the other thing that I would say is I came into the uh, the session with a very large freshman class. I think in total between Republicans and Democrats there were 21 I think freshmen who came in to a 98 person legislature. So over 20 percent of the legislature was new freshmen. And within the Democratic caucus, there were 11 of us. I do think there's a lot to learn, and I do think there's a lot to be said for being quiet and listening to senior members and trying to listen to some of the history of what's happened on issues. And I think I did a pretty good job of that. But I also think that this freshman class entered the legislature in an unprecedented time in terms of our budget and the really difficult choices that we had to make on policy and budget levels. So. It frankly just wasn't prudent, and we did not have the time to just sit back and listen and learn for a whole session. We really had to get in there and dig in and take action. Let me jump back to your pre-legislative professional life mm -hmm. in the healthcare field. That shows in the bills that you have chosen to sponsor, quite a few of them this year. Your second bill ever had to do with some pretty serious regulatory changes mm -hmm. in the way health insurance works here in Washington. Uh, that didn't become law, but then you started out on a pretty good string of successful bills. After your first season, you're now batting over 500. <laughs> you do know that's pretty unusual. That's what people tell me. Uh, well, I, I would say, first of all, just generally in terms of the legislation that I passed this year, one of the things that I was most surprised about becoming a freshman is I was not really prepared for people to be as helpful as they were. And that goes for uh, members of the House, members of the Senate on both sides of the aisle, staff. I just felt helped at every turn. And sometimes it would be a Republican member from the House coming over and telling me, this is the issue that we have. Is there a way that we can work it out with an amendment to your bill and we can all march forward together on this. And, you know, I had members of the Senate who were calling me and saying, I see your bill has come over to the Senate now. How can I help you? Um, so I expect that, that that may be a freshman phenomenon. <laughs> I'm not, I keep on worrying about being a sophomore and that no one's going to want to help once you're a sophomore. But I had an incredible amount of help on every single bill that I had move. That was actually my most pleasant lesson that I, that I learned this session. And I would say the other thing that I think was particularly helpful to me this session is that while I've never been an elected official, 
I served as an assistant director for the State Department of Health for a number of years in a role in which I was testifying on over 50 bills a year. And so I understood the system fairly well and how the system worked, which was an advantage that a lot of my freshman colleagues didn't have. They came in not really having had the experience of how a bill becomes a law. And I had that experience and I had relationships across the aisle and in both houses uh, and with lobbyists too uh, and, um, and advocacy groups based on that. So I think that also helped me a great deal. That could be one of the reasons that without seeking this out, you seem to have acquired a sort of leadership role among this freshman group. It's almost a sub-caucus within the caucus. What kind of goal in your early meetings with your fellow Democratic freshmen, what kind of, of role did you see yourselves playing in this 2011 session? I think we recognized right away what a high percentage of the caucus we were and that we could have an influence. We met at least once a week through the entire session, the freshman class of 11 of us. But f but for the most part, we, met, we, we started off meeting for mutual support in large part because we have uh, very diverse interests as a group and very diverse sets of expertise. So for example, we have uh, one person, Chris Reichdahl, in our group, who's a complete expert on higher ed and a number of other things. And he actually, in a prior life of his, had worked in the Senate and with a strong finance background. So he had incredible expertise. We have Chris Litton, who became the vice chair of the Education Committee and is a former school board member. And Connie Ladenberg, who is has been a Tacoma uh, city council member and knows a lot about uh, law enforcement uh, issues and was vice chair of that committee. So part of it, because there's such a huge volume of information that flies your way as a freshman, or even if you're not a freshman, every member has this. When we were able to meet together weekly, we were able to each of us kind of share our expertise on particular issues and brief each other so that we felt more comfortable with the issues as they came up. And then, you know, some of it was just like kind of learning the ropes of, so what do I do? This is what happened in a committee meeting. What would I do? What do you think you should, I should think about that? Um, how do I get my bill out of the rules committee? Any advice for any, you know, from anybody about that? I feel honored if people think that I played any leadership role in that group, but my experience was that that rotated around a lot, and so it depended on what we were talking about. I do think also all of us, all the freshman class, came into this session feeling very strongly about an issue around closing tax breaks. You know, there are, there are some great tax loopholes that really there's strong evidence that they either create jobs or, or really help people who live here in the state. Then there's a whole bunch of them that don't have any evidence at all to support that they do anything for this state. So I think that as the session went on, we also started to identify we have this common interest around tax breaks and tax loopholes and looking at them more closely and doing something about that. You prime sponsored two of this session's marquee bills, mm. ones that got a lot of attention both because they were significant and because they were controversial. I'm talking about the reciprocity bill, which did pass and was signed by the governor, and the bill that would have repealed a massive tax break for big out-of-state banks that do business in Washington state. Talk a little bit about how you worked those two particular bills, which were were so big and and got such publicity, negative and positive, and 
were so important. Again, one of the commonalities between those two bills was how supportive other members were in terms of helping and giving advice on it. But the reciprocity bill, which basically says that somebody who's married in another state, if they're a same-sex couple, their marriage will be recognized as, as a domestic partnership here in Washington State automatically. You know, as I think back on it, I think one of the things that was very helpful was being a freshman. And I just decided to be very innocent and assume everyone supported that bill because it was, to me, a no-brainer. And in fact, then everyone on the in, in the entire Democratic caucus, except for maybe one person, signed on to co-sponsor that bill. And so I just decided I was going to talk to everybody I could talk to about the bill. I talked to a number of Republicans, didn't get a lot of support there, but actually in the Senate talked to people. And that was that was a bill that I actually had senators calling me saying, how can I help you? on this and giving me some help on who I ought to talk to and things like that. And that was helpful in this situation and just was very willing to engage with anybody who wanted to talk about it and it it turned out great. And it turned out to have both in the House and the Senate more support than I actually thought it might have. Your other bill had not quite enough. Do you want to talk a little bit about not necessarily the specifics of why you sponsored that bill, but how you dealt with sponsoring that bill. You got a lot of requests for interviews. I would imagine you got a piece of hate mail or two. Mm. How did you deal with that situation? It really was a freshman class bill. We talked a lot about it. We all felt the same way about it. The class really decided who they wanted to be the prime sponsor, and I was really happy to do it. But again, there were lots of freshman colleagues who did incredible, you know, all of all of us then fanned out and took members of the House and talked to them about the bill and tried to secure their support for the bill. And so everyone continued to help all the way along. My reciprocity bill, the way it was filed, that's the way it was passed in the House, that's the way it was passed in the Senate, that's the way it was signed by the governor, no amendments to it at all. The other bill, the tax loophole closure bill, that bill had a number of amendments, and that was a really good example of needing to reach out and talk to a lot of people, hear what their concerns were. And it it did change the bill somewhat dramatically in terms of the way we looked at big banks. And so that was one of the, I think, great successes of that bill. And having a team that I didn't have to carry that all on my shoulders. It was we really had a team, and we met multiple times a week, and then a subsets of us would meet multiple times a week. What are you hearing? What kind of feedback are we getting? What should we do next? And we were lucky enough to have very strong support from House leadership all through the process who let us know, hey, you should tell us what kind of help you need from us, and they did a good job of doing that. So that was a tremendous experience in a whole different sort of way. What's up for next year? Uh, well, you know, I, I talked early on about some of the things that I'm working on. When I came into this session, uh, I actually told people when I was running for office, listen, there's not a single bill I can tell you that I'm going to be the prime sponsor of, and I may not be the prime sponsor of any. And I ended up being the prime sponsor of, I think, nine, and seven of them actually were signed by the governor. Um, so I tend to view myself as somebody who likes to collect as much information as I can and see what's going on out in the world, and um, and then as opportunities come to sponsor important legislation or even you know kind of smaller stuff that's technical but has a big impact, I think that's really what my skill is. Um, my guess is I haven't done enough work on the clean air issue 
yet to know if there are legislative solutions that need to be enacted because a lot of times what we need is not more legislation we need more community involvement on things but that will be an area that I'll be interested to see if there's something that the legislature can do to help on that and there will there all are always a million health care issues out there so a part of that is just prioritizing what are the most important health care issues and uh, I'm happy to be on the joint select committee for health reform because I think we'll be able to identify some of those through going through those meetings. We're about out of time. I know you need to get back to some other things. Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you'd like to mention before we wrap this up? Uh, well, I guess I would say that thus far this has been just an incredible experience uh, for me, far beyond my expectations in terms of what I might accomplish, what I might learn personally, and the impacts that that would have on my district and on the state. But I do think that one of the benefits that there was as a freshman coming in is what I've been told is I was a freshman in the, the worst time that Washington State has potentially ever had. But because I've never, I hadn't been there before this, I didn't recognize it as such. <laughs> and so it allowed me to go into session with a pretty positive attitude, not dreading things. Things got very hard in the end, and it was a, making a series of very difficult choices. But for the most part of session, I was able to keep a really positive attitude and look very positively on any sort of progress that I could make on anything. So I guess on some level, I think being a freshman actually had a lot of advantages over being a more senior member of the legislature this session. Uh, so I'll, I guess I'll get the chance next year to see how much, how jaded I have become <laughs> in that regard. Um, but I'm still feeling pretty excited about it. Thank you, Laurie Jenkins. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you. That's today's program. Subscribe to this podcast now on iTunes or on the House Democratic Caucus webpage and spend a few minutes a week with Capital Ideas. After all, this is your state government, and the more you know about how it works for one Washington, the better it can work for you. I'm Dan Frizzell for the Washington State House Democrats. <laughs>